when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. But are these the same old jets? Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Don't forget, we're a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind on Twitter, on the Bird app, on X, whatever you want to call it, at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. Also, if you're out there showing some social media, love to Locked On Patriots. Follow our account there as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And Pats fans, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And, Pats fans, we are getting you ready for this weekend's Week 3 showdown. The New England Patriots and the New York Jets, 1 p.m. start time, Sunday from MetLife Stadium. Tropical cyclones in the forecast. All different kinds of things happen when these two teams play. But bottom line, if this one goes off without a hitch, it should be an exciting matchup. Joining me here, as always, to break down all the ins and outs, all the ups and downs of Patriots Jets Week is my good friend, the Green King of Sting himself, the monster master of disaster, the Count of Murphy Fisso, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com. Thank you for coming to me in friendship, Don Murph. Always my pleasure, Michael. Always my pleasure. When we get out of the, remember, folks, we get out of the Meadowlands, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't want to be left on the causeway this time around, Murph. It's not a good no. place to be. All kidding aside, folks, the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. The Jets one and one. The Patriots zero and two. The Pats trying to find the win column for the first time in 2023, and. Murph, unfortunately, the task is not going to be easy. We start off with some unfortunate news that we found out yesterday afternoon, and that is second-year electric cornerback, wide receiver, punt returner, anything you can think of that you can throw at this kid, he can do it, and he can do it at a high level. Marcus Jones uh, will not be with the team for at least the next four games, being placed right. on injured reserve, suffering a torn labrum in the first quarter of the Pats' 24-17 to loss to the Miami Dolphins. Now, according to our good friend, Dr. Jessica Flynn, whose opinion I hold in the highest regard, right. uh, shoulder labrum tears, painful, very tough to play through, folks. A lot of athletes try to push through, wait for the off-season surgery. Jones has to take a minimum of four games right. to at least evaluate where he is, and that will then tell the tale as to whether or not this is something he can play through. So probably not an immediate return within that four weeks, but he'll miss at least the next four with this injury. Uh, Murph, with their Week 3 matchup with the Jets coming up, uh, we all remember what happened the last time these two teams played. Uh, Marcus Jones made the Jets pay for uh, kicking the ball to him in such a late area yep. in game 84 yard punt return for the win 
Um, those heroics will not be there this time around. What do the Patriots need to do specifically to the Jets, but really overall to replace what Marcus Jones brings you on the field? You really can't. He, he's so versatile and he's he's so uh, integral to what the Patriots do, not just on defense, but on special teams. It's going to take a, uh, a monster effort by quite a few ballplayers to uh, to fit into this young man's shoes and do what they have to. But I'm, I'm completely uh, confident in uh, in what Bill has planned for uh for you know my my favorite person Zach Wilson, and uh, and the Jets in his absence. Yeah, without any question. I mean, Marcus Jones is one of those electric type players. Uh, Mac Jones compared him to a Swiss Army knife last year. Yeah, and saying he could do multiple things well. We all fell in love with Marcus with the touchdown against the Buffalo Bills and one of the very few offensive highlights for the New England Patriots last season, but it was a brilliant one. Uh, but what he brings to the table, not just in the return game, but also in the field. This kid is a very competent corner. And last week against the Dolphins, Marcus was ready to take on a pretty significant role on the perimeter. When he went down, yeah. Miles Bryant had to come in and be able to do that. And I think you will see a little more Miles this week, folks, maybe on the perimeter, in the slot, I think you're going to see a greater amount of snaps being taken by him. Well, do you think this is going to fall right. on Miles Bryant's shoulders, Murph? Um, you know, it, it's a combination between Bryant, Mills, Sean Wade. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's it, like I said, it's going to be a uh, a conglomerate of an effort to to fill this young man's shoes and and get the Patriots home on Sunday with a victory that they desperately need. Yeah, they absolutely desperately need this victory without any question. And I think that leads me quite nicely into my next question for you, and that is Zach Wilson. Uh, the New England Patriots always seem to have his kryptonite, whether it is self-inflicted and yep. they're in his head before he even takes the yep. snap, or whether it's exotic looks that Bill Belichick can show him that will confuse him at the line, confuse him before he takes the snap, and really mm -hmm. puts him at a disadvantage before he's even able to touch the ball. We've seen this in the last four games, but John Butchko joined me here yesterday on Locked On Patriots, Locked On Jets crossover day, and we talked a little bit about how Zach is moving a little bit better in the pocket. He's seeing the reads a little bit better. Um, is there any concern for the New England Patriots now that their secondary might be a little depleted? Can he take advantage of that uh, with some of the weapons that he has downfield, most notably someone like a Garrett Wilson? No. No. Tell us how you really feel, Murph. He's Zach Wilson. <laughs> I have never been happier over a Jets draft pick in my entire life than I was when the, the day that they took Zach Wilson. Um, I was in a uh, room full of people that, that uh, you would call experts in the draft process, experts in the quarterback evaluation process. And I was the only person that was happy that they had took this young man and that Mac Jones was still on the on the uh, – on the board for the Patriots to take at 15. No, Bill is going to confuse this kid beyond belief the same way he has always done. Whether uh, Jones is out there or not, um, flood this uh, this field with, with defensive backs. Get in his face as often as possible. Um, one of my keys this week was, was to get in Zach Wilson's face and make things difficult for him. The Patriots have four sacks on the entire season and one of them has come at the hands of their rookie uh 
um, their rookie cornerback, Mr. Gonzalez. And this week they're going to have to do it. They're good. They're going to have to, um, to get out and, um, and get in his face, get this man to the ground, get home, people Mm. get home. I'm tired of pressure. Get home. Yeah. If you are able to pressure the quarterback and keep him off guard, let him take sacks, force him into errant throws. Even if he's just throwing these away or throwing them into the dirt or incompleting short, typically gimme passes, that is definitely some pressure off of a secondary that's going to be feeling it. And you mentioned Sean Wade earlier, Murph. I think you may see him take some increased yep. snaps down in that secondary. Another guy that could be an option here, folks. Uh, the Patriots may find themselves in the unique position of having both a literal and a figurative need for speed, Murph. And that is a mere speed. <laughs> he lives up to his name without any question. He ran a 40-yard dash in a 4.33, but he's also someone that has really thrived in coverage. He has the ability, the length to be able to cover on the perimeter. So if you wanted to maybe even use Sean Wade in the slot a little bit, that's where he was at his best yep. when he was an Ohio State Buckeye and have Miles Bryant play in the slot a little bit more Amir Speed could be an option on the perimeter as well. So the Patriots have some combinations, things that they can do here in order to try to confuse Zach Wilson and that Jets offense. But they're a talented crew. If they can get into a groove, this could be a problematic matchup for the New England Patriots. But according to Murph, that's not going to happen, folks. So hopefully Murph has turned that key and we are not even in the vicinity of turning all of the monster keys yet, folks, in order to get this one on track. We are going to do that in just a moment. But first, we're going to take a look at those Jets, specifically this Jets defense, folks, because it is a formidable group. And if the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 want to take it to the Pats, they're going to have to win that battle of the defensive front versus the offensive line. Murph and I love to talk big round men up front. Are they up to the challenge? We'll tell you in just a moment. When this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues, proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On listeners, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Put the fun back in your plans with Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all of the fun you're going to have. Forget about planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's why it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. And tickets are sent directly to your phone so you'll never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's fans, you lead a busy life. You need fresh groceries for the week, but you don't have time to go to the store. Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. 
You'll get exactly what you ordered, or DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, just like if you pick them yourself. And if you want even more value, you can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. It's a limited time offer and terms apply, so don't forget. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNFL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Patriots fans, thank you once again for joining us here today on Locked On Patriots as we take you up to kickoff on game day on Sunday, 1 p.m., MetLife Stadium. East Rutherford, New Jersey, the monsoon in the Meadowlands with a tropical cyclone. Yeah, Murph, that sounds pretty ominous uh, yeah. this week coming up. A lot of rain, a lot of wind being dumped, but folks, I don't think it's going to derail the start time or derail the playing of this game, but uh, probably not great conditions in New Jersey. But at the same time, the Patriots want to try to climb into the wind column with a victory over the Jets, something they've done now 14 straight times. Can they extend it? Murph seems to think they will. I seem to think they will as well. But Murph, if there's one thing that bothers me about this Jets team that could swing the pendulum back in their favor, it's this defensive front. I think that is their best unit by far on this team. And it is a fearsome group. And you look at what the Patriots are going through right now on the offensive line. And this could be a problematic matchup for the New England Patriots. We all know that you have a pension to turn those monster keys. And Merce Monster Keys, folks, are always appointment reading each and every game week. When you look at this defense specifically, Murph, is there a reason to believe that this is not the same when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from the first bungled snap to your last fumbled play? Um you didn't think yeah, I remember the, that. The, huh? the, the, defensive, <laughs> the defensive side of the ball is is uh where they make their hay a lot, you know, as the Patriots uh have to to this point in time. It, it's these guys up up front are um are formidable to to say the least. Um it, they're they're not, you know, a completely sack happy team, but they've got a heck of a lot more than the Patriots do. Uh two games into the season, you know, you Quentin Jefferson is just, you know, a monster. Al Woods, he can get in there. Jermaine Johnson, uh, th- this is going to be a, um, a difficult task for this group. Once again, you know, we've talked at nauseum about how important it is for the offensive line to, to almost have tunnel vision, to be on the same page, the, the, um, this uh, synchronicity of, of their steps. They're going to need a little help this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure who, where that chip is going to come from. You know, uh, unfortunately, probably Hunter Henry is, is going, who's, who's much improved in his blocking. I think, you know, that, that was just because he wasn't asked to do it a lot out there in San Diego, but his blocking has greatly improved this year. There's going to have to be a chip. They're going to have to watch these stunts. Stunts have given the, uh, the, the, the interior of the Patriots line, a lot of problems mm-hmm. up to this point. And, uh, and they're going to have to be able to stay at home and pick this stuff up. 
in doing a little research for this game on uh, on Sunday, um, you naturally you go to the experts, and Evan Lazar of Patriots.com never disappoints. He's always go. right on point and brought up a couple of matchups that we all believed would be problematic going into this, but Evan's insight and intricate details to drill down really shows how problematic these two could be. The first is obviously Quinn and Williams against Cole Strange. Right. Cole struggled last week. You've got to give him a little bit of a pass. I know people in this region and some within our own you know, business and me do not want to give this kid a little bit of a pass. This is his first game this year, folks. Spent a lot of time away from the field because of a knee injury. He's um, not in football shape. Exactly. But now he's got to face the unenviable task of going up against one of the best defensive tackles in football. Quinnen Williams is a complete package. That run, it's going to uh, be a long in, day. It is. It will be a, a long day if he's not able to step up to the challenge. And I believe he will. I still think that there's enough talent there in Cole Strange to be able to do it. Yep. It's a tall task, but I like his chances. And having matchup, having a happy brown back, you know, next to him on, absolutely. you know, just to his left is going to be a huge upside for him. It, it, it's going to uh, raise his game uh, quite a bit. You're, you're not going to have to think about what's happening on the left-hand side. You know that's going to be taken care of. That left side is definitely going to be much more formidable this week with Trent Brown back in the lineup. He changes the complexity, folks, just from his presence. So the left side is definitely something where I believe New England is, uh, you know, more than capable. The more problematic of these matchups, and I think the one that worries me the most, and especially after reading some of Evan's research, is the right tackle position. Calvin Anderson last week did not perform up to snuff, and he's going up against Bryce Huff, who's a much more talented edge than Andrew Van Ginkle. And I think that that type of speed rush, those spin moves that he had difficulties with last week is something he needs to really be ready for. Huff has a 17.1 win rate with eight pressures on 37 rushes. John Franklin Myers is another guy that rushes over the right tackle as base defensive end as well. So you're talking two problematic matchups for the New England Patriots offensive line, especially on the right side. If the Jets can exploit that and keep Mac Jones on his heels, yeah, you're looking at a very uh, long day. And that's where it goes back to one of your main tenants, Murph, one of your key monster keys, maybe the most key of your monster keys. And that is making sure that the run is used effectively right. early and often. That's it. Um, one of the keys that I have is is, is getting Ramondre into a, into a rhythm. Uh, it's all, this entire offense is set up as to whether or not the Patriots can or cannot run the football in the first two weeks they've shown, and you can, you can put as much blame or as little blame on the guys up front as you want. They have not been opening up holes for this, this, uh, tandem of running backs and, and allowing them to get to the second level and be able to do some damage. This is paramount this week, especially with the weather that's coming up. Both teams are going to probably end up stacking this box. The Patriots' offensive line is going to have to get Ramondre to the second level to set up play action. Bill O'Brien actually alluded to this a little bit when we talked to him early on this week on a Zoom conference, and he says we have to improve the running game. It was very forthcoming about the fact that there is a difference between actually doing a better job with what they believe they're going to see on the field and adjusting mm -hmm. to what they actually do see on the field. And I thought that was very interesting. And Pro Football Focus actually broke this down very nicely, folks. If you want to take a look at some of their numbers and how they're looking at the Patriots' design runs, 37.2% of the design runs that the Patriots have run so far, including three quarterback sneaks, have come from under center. Um, this is something that I don't know necessarily is an O'Brien effect, 
it may be more of an Adrian Clem effect because during his time at Oregon, he did not run a lot of design runs from under center. So it may be a little bit more the Clem effect than the O'Brien effect because yep. last year, the Patriots ran 60.5% of their design runs from under center. 2.3 in 2021 under Josh McDaniels. So pretty monster numbers compared to what the Pats are doing right now. Um, it really is going to be, I think, a shift in philosophy to try to get them and get that running game on track. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can do it. Yeah. This is not an easy defensive front to run against. This was one of my keys is to get back under center. You know, Mac and O'Brien have spent much of most of this season in shotgun um, chasing leads. Uh, that that's also something you can't dig yourselves a hole this week right. um, that that puts you in in a uh, a position where you're going to need that. They, also, the shotgun stuff is is a lot of it has to do with how poorly that uh, the Patriots have pass blocked. But I need to see Mac under center to keep this Jets defense honest and, and, and to keep them guessing. The options are more um, more fluid when you when you can um, when you can get under center and 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 put the run game first in the forefront of their minds from here you can get more play action more role action and uh and get into uh the game plan that i think the patriots have wanted to run this entire season but haven't been able to with the issues up front bottom line murph it's going to be a tall task there's no question yeah. about it but the patriots are up to it and they have the personnel to be able to do it folks don't let the zero and two record fool you the pats do match no. up very well in these departments and if they can establish and utilize the run to their advantage early on limit the turnovers that's going to put pressure then on the jets defense to be able to hold up if that's the case the Pats defense can then go to work and try to shut down the running game of the New York Jets because you know they're going to want to keep a cap on that. Bill Belichick wants to put this game in the hands of Zach Wilson, as Murph alluded to earlier. It is one of his monster keys, and folks, we're going to go there in just a moment because it's the moment you've all been waiting for. We say it every week. You turn the keys, you go to the top. You don't turn the keys, you're never heard from again. Those keys haven't been turned all that well in weeks one and two, Hopefully, that's Brass will listen to Murph in week three and turn those monster keys. We're going to break right. them all down for you when we conclude this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast and our Patriots Jets preview right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On listeners, football season is here, and there is no better time to use prize picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including all those pros and sharks out there, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is really simple to play. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and then place your entry. That's it. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. That's why they're my favorites, and I know they're going to be yours too. Prize Picks also offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So don't delay, do it today. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's a first deposit match up to $100 by going to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and using the code locked on NFL. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
Patriots fans, thank you once again for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on Locked On Patriots, whether it be your late, late Friday evening, your Saturday morning, or all throughout the weekend. Folks, we are getting you ready for a 1 p.m. kickoff on Sunday as the New England Patriots take on the New York Jets in East Rutherford at MetLife Stadium. Folks, don't forget, Monday is still Mailbag Monday, and it is either Melancholy Monday or Victory Monday, depending on how the Patriots shake out. Murph and I will be back here to break down all of the action and take your questions as well. So please be sure to submit your questions either in the comments section on YouTube, just put the hashtag Mailbag Monday in there so we know you're submitting the question, or you can reach out to us at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L or Murph 207 on Twitter. folks. We are absolutely ready. We are primed. We cannot wait for the monster keys to be turned. We've been waiting for it all week. Murph, it's Jets week. We know we're going to have some fun with this one. I know you had some fun putting these together. Oh, yeah. It's always one of the best reads of the week, folks. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. As a matter of fact, if you have multiple devices at your disposal right now, do yourself a favor. Bring up the monster keys. Watch us right now and compare side by side. The floor is yours, my friend. When it comes to these monster keys to victory, what are you looking for most prominently from your New England Patriots against the Jets? The Pats to dictate tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that did not happen last week, has not happened a lot. This season, McCorkle has been um, most comfortable running no huddle, running in uh, in the two-minute drill. You mm-hmm. can see it, uh, it. You saw it last week. You saw it the week before. I'm really not sure why O'Brien has gotten away from it. Maybe the fact that it has been so thin on the offensive line and give these guys a little bit of uh, a breather there. Um, I don't expect them to go, you know, full 1980s uh, Jim Kelly Buffalo Bills out there. But I expect to see a lot more up-tempo and no huddle than they did last week. Um, On the uh, defensive side of the ball, my first key is uh, to sell out and shut down this Jets running game. Now these are these these keys were written well before the cyclone was was scheduled to hit, <laughs> which is probably going to make it a ground a ground game anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is this is uh, probably the most important key on uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, while my my non love affair with uh, with Zach Wilson is uh, is quite quite well known. Uh, and, and the fact that I just don't think he has the skill set to be anything more than a backup in this league. Um, these 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 running backs, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, are both game changers. Uh, the Patriots right. are going to have to sell out with this front seven to keep these guys, uh, you know, behind the line of scrimmage to keep them from moving the chains. Last week, the Patriots did a pretty decent job of setting the edge and keeping the, the outside zone runs. Uh, under control. The inside zone runs are what killed them. They're going to have to stay at home. These linebackers are going to have to do some big hitting, find those gaps and, and start and, and close them up. Um, after that, you know, it, it's, it's basically, you know, what I like to call the weeklies, you know, win the turnover battle. Can we right. take care of the ball this week? We've seen in the past two games, what happens when you don't win this battle? Um, third downs, uh, the Patriots were seven of 15 on third down, uh, conversions. They were, uh, eight of 16 when you counted fourth down. Uh, it, it's not too shabby. You know, I, I mean, you know, close to 50% is, is, you know, but just a little more, 
I just need a little more, especially when the Patriots are on the other side of their opponent's 50-yard line. Um, that's where things seem to to break down just a little bit in converting on third down. So once they get past the 50s, they're really going to have to buckle down and make sure that they move those chains on that week. Um, of course, you know, always limit the laundry. I hate stupid. I can't stand stupid. And and most penalties are just that. They're stupid. Last week, the the, the Pats only got flagged for uh, 45 yards on five, t- five tosses of uh of that uh yellow flag out there but it was still too much and um quite frankly a lot of the the penalties that probably would have happened didn't because you know this line wasn't quick enough to get in front of somebody like van ginkle and hold (laughs) we really need to clean that up we really need to clean that up and then uh of course you know the last one is is Flip this field and allow uh, the, this defense to force the um, force the issue. Make make Zach Wilson matriculate the ball down the field. Once you've taken away that uh, that run option, and you put the uh, the ball in his hands. I mean, every time he drops back, there's a possibility of a pick six. There's a possibility of a turnover. Every single time this kid drops back, I don't know why nobody saw it uh, coming out of college. He was completely uh, uh, scheme dependent and and um, and uh, system dependent when he was out there at BYU. And uh, they just don't have the personnel. Uh, they have not put together the personnel that is going to allow him to do that at the professional level. Get it in his hands and turn the ball over. Mm, absolutely get it in his hands and keep it in his hands folks whenever yep. zach wilson holds on to the ball a tad longer than he has to it always either allows the pass rush to get home or it's going to force him into making errant throws and easy mistakes and that's exactly what bill belichick has done i don't think he's necessarily shown zach wilson anything that is beyond things that we normally see in a regular run-of-the-mill no. playbook. He's not doing things. He's not making Sam Darnold see ghosts no. out there. This is much different. This is basically just kind of getting in his head, and I think it has an effect on Zach before he even touches the ball. And possibly the most important key that I cut this week was was first quarter points. Mm. Okay? Um, it, it has been since the Bills game in December since this this team has has scored a touchdown in the first quarter put any any points on the on the on the board in the first quarter can we please get out can we please take care of the ball matriculate down the freaking field and and get me six get me 10 points in the first quarter and uh let's see what this team can do when they're not chasing a lead when they're playing from in front because that's what this team is is built to do yeah, without question. The Patriots right now, because of pre-snap penalties, like you mentioned earlier, yep. sloppy Stupid. execution, turnovers, these things are all putting them into early deficits. And right. the Patriots just don't have the explosive players or the playmaking ability on this roster to come from behind. Those are insurmountable holes. The Patriots need a bigger boat, and they don't have one right you now. You can do that. I mean, I, I don't bring this up often. You can do that when you have Tom Brady underneath yeah. center. When you have the greatest football player to ever put a helmet on, you mm-hmm. can do that. When you have when you have Mac Jones, you just can't do that. Right. Okay? When you don't have Rob Gronkowski out there, you just can't do that. There's mm-hmm. nobody that you can depend on on 3rd and 10 and 3rd and 10 and 3rd and 10. 
Um, mm -hmm. But, you, you know, it, it's not going to happen on this team. It, it's really not. Uh, take care of the ball and get out early. And, you know, it really has to be, you know, the most important key this week that that is not one of the weeklies. Don't 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 turn your nose up at the weeklies, people, because that's the <laughs> difference between a playoff team and somebody that's going home early. Right. Murph is absolutely right. The weeklies are really monster keys for every game that the Patriots put on a uniform, no matter the opponent, but specifically against the Jets. You've got to put them on their heels early, folks. You have got to make them come from behind. It would be nice to give them a nice double-digit deficit to have to climb out of early in this game. But at the same time, even just the smallest of deficits, Patriots haven't even been able to do that yet. They need no. to try to do it this week. And and one thing that they're going to have to do to be able to do that, Mike talked talked well about, you know, the, the lack of the, the type of player to get back into it is is use that type of player. Um, you know, get the mm. rookies out there this week. I want to see Pop Douglas right. out there for 50 percent of the offensive snaps. This kid is more than a than a um, than a chain mover. He's a game changer. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, we, we've talked about this at length. Um, you know, get these studs out there. Marty Mapo is, his snap count was at 36% last week. Keon white was played 19 snaps, 19. Okay. That that's, that's not, no, that's not a, a, a recipe for success. Get this kid out there. He's a football player. Let him go play right. football. Let you drafted playmakers. Okay. I'm quoting myself here. You drafted playmakers, go out there and let them uh, make plays. I don't care if it was a first round pick, a third round pick or a sixth round pick. These kids are playmakers and Bill, you need them. You need the playmakers. Yeah, but, and I think that's why you saw so many of the Patriots captains. You saw so many of the Patriots quote unquote playmakers come to the rescue and really I think come to the aid of Pop Douglas earlier this right. week. That's a very important thing for a rookie to feel like didn't see Zeke only... get get benched. Didn't see yeah. Zeke get benched the week before yeah. when he put the ball on the carpet. Yeah, absolutely. Now Ramondre had a nice little comment about it. He says, I hope he doesn't spend as much time on the bench as I did when I fumbled. <laughs> Um, but at the but same it was, time, it was I a think tad bit of a different situation then too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You know, the, the depth chart was, a, was a little bit thicker at, mm -hmm. at running back than it is now. I mean, yeah. right, right now I, I'm missing Damian Harris. Mm -hmm. I yeah, really am. Yeah. I'm missing yeah. Damian Harris right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, obviously Damon scored a touchdown last week in the Buffalo Bills yep. game. It's tough to see these guys move on and do things they did so well here for other teams and saying, yep. yeah, you know what? We're missing that right now. It is a difficult situation, but still have a lot of faith in Zeke Elliott to step up and be able to be a solid complimentary piece in Ramondre Stevenson. And I think Ramondre is going to bounce back. But with regard to Douglas, I was really glad to see guys uh, come to his aid like Mac Jones and especially right. Hunter Henry, who took me down memory lane earlier this week Murph when he talked about his fumble in his rookie season I distinctly oh. remember covering that game against the Colts and as he's telling the story and talking about how he ran the route and he got into the you open see the field, grin on your face the right ball now was the ball was knocked loose I can remember being a, a I was a rookie myself covering the Chargers back then and I can remember covering that game and watching Clayton Gathers just come in and pop the ball loose from Hunter yep. and Mike Adams recovering it and yeah it did derail the Chargers ability to beat the Colts that year. So thank you, Hunter, if you happen to be listening to That's this trip down memory lane. But bottom line, it's good to see captains coming to his defense because 
Pop Douglas needs that right now. He can't be beleaguered coming into this game. He's got to have as much confidence yep. as he possibly can. And I think Patriots players were very careful to give him that. I hope he gets the opportunity to prove it because he is explosive with the ball in his hands. He really is. He really is. And I'm going to give everybody out here a, a key that you won't find at E2GSports.com, one that's that I specifically cut just for this show, just for Locked On. It's the Locked On key. Ty Montgomery. Mm, very good point. Very, very good point. Murph, I think you're absolutely right on the yep. money. Get Ty involved. <clears throat> You've got to see him out there for more than just three offensive snaps. This kid has the ability to be a multifaceted weapon, whether receiving or whether right. as a running back. Um, these are the situations. That's why you brought these guys in and you rostered right. them. Let's see what they can do. Uh, the Once Patriots again, you know, right Zeke was brought in. It. Zeke was brought in here because he can. He's he's definitely a blocking back. He's somebody that can pick up the blitz, and the Patriots have needed that, and they're probably going to need it a, a lot on Sunday. But getting Ty Montgomery in there on third down in those passing situations and allowing Mac to have him as a safety valve or a release out of the backfield is uh, is only going to make this team more versatile and more explosive. We've given you all the ins and outs that you need when it comes to Patriots Jets this week. These have been presented. It's up to the New England Patriots to turn them now. And hopefully each and every one of them will be turned if they are. I got a funny feeling that Monday will be a victory Monday instead of a melancholy Monday. But regardless, folks, we will be here for you on Monday to break down all the ins and outs, ups and downs of this one. But in the meantime, I want to give a tip of the cap and a much-deserved love to my good friend here on the opposite side of the microphone for always being there for the handoff and for sharing your monster keys right here on Lockdown Patriots and even giving us an exclusive key. Murph, I'll tell you what, I am honored and grateful by this gesture and uh if you ever need anything you just come to me you let me know for that uh but bottom line my friend thank you so much please let everyone know where they can continue to find you reach out to you and what you have cooking in this kitchen over the weekend at e2g sports yeah you can follow me on the zitter app bird app whatever you want to freaking call it and at tmurf 207 you can read me over at e2g sports.com uh over the weekend i'm going to be uh searching for a new uh president of baseball operations for the Red Sox. So you can check that out. It's either going to come out on Sunday or Monday. My top three choices for the, the next skipper of the helm. New president. I'm just saying. Thank you. I'm just you know, saying. I, I'm just saying. Hey, look. Solve a lot know, of problems. Solve a lot of problems. I got, I got a right-handed pitcher, you know, that, that I could sign to a, a league minimum contract. Actually, yeah. he played for food money and, uh, and we could take care of a lot of problems. He can also go over there and, uh, and hit lefties at first base. Absolutely. Folks, Tom Hagen may not have been a wartime consigliere. I assure you this time, what time consigliere, he's ready to take the reins, but all kidding aside, thank you so much for joining thank me you. here today, my friend. Enjoy the game on Sunday. I know it's going to be a fun one for Patriots fans. Pats fans, thank you for spending time with us all week long here on Locked On Patriots and making us a part of your New England Patriots coverage each and every day. On behalf of my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, legendary Thomas Murphy, I am Mike DeBate reminding you all to stay safe, to stay well, and to be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, a great weekend, and enjoy the game on Sunday. We'll see you right back here on Monday on Locked On Patriots.